You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Excellent. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Parsnipship. My name is Ivan E. Debery, and tonight we are having our reading at the Mark O'Donnell Theater in the Actors Fund Arts Center in downtown Brooklyn. Thank you again for hosting us this season. I have to say, like, these people here at the Mark O'Donnell Theater are amazing, and I just want to give them a lot of love. So, thank you. This is our fourth season of our regular play reading and music series, and it's our most exciting one yet because it's featuring solely playwrights of color. And they're... Some of them are in this room right now. Um, And they're dynamic and inventive stories, which will be brought to a wide audience of theater, music, and podcast lovers like yourself. Um, And tonight, come here, lady. Why are you so shy now? You an actress? You, know, you like the guy? You like the guy? <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, we are hearing a Shiro's Journey, or What Anakoana and Yamaya Taught Me by Guadalice del Carmen, it's directed by Celestine Ray with musical guest Afro Dominicano. Now, before we get into our first song of the evening, I like to ask our playwright, what would the world be missing if it didn't have this play? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It would be missing what it's already missing, black Latinos at the forefront. Boom, yes. So let's get into our show for tonight with the first song by Afro Dominicano. Take it away, y'all. You guys are awesome. Tiene mucho Tiene mucho tempo. Tiene mucho Tiene mucho tiempo, 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 tiene mucho tiempo,
mucho tiempo. Keith Johnston, drum. Ismael Reyes, and I'll be reading for White Jesus and Wise Guy. <laughs> uh, Jorge uh, Cordoba, and I'll be reading for uh, Papa Colón. Priscilla Flores, and I'll be reading for Ana Caona and also Mama Colón. Cindy de la Cruz, and I'll be reading for Zoila. Lynette R. Freeman, and I'll be reading for Yamaya and Tia. Yeah. <laughs> Andres Santiago, and I am reading for Amor and Snake. <laughs> I'm Maribel Martinez, and I will be narrating, and also will be reading Vos. Ashiro's Journey, or What Ana Caona and Yerma Ya Taught Me, by Guadalice del Carmen. Time Setting. Act one is set in a traditional home with traditional ways. Act two is a journey that can take place any, anywhere. It is lush with sounds and different moods. For Abuela Juana and all those that came before me. Act one, scene one. Soyla stands in the middle of grass and nature. She looks around. She seems to be lost in a daze, disoriented. The sun's rays create a haze over her. I heard a song once. I thought I recognized it, but I didn't know the words. I only knew the rhythm, and my body recognized it too. The beat went one way, and my body followed, and sometimes my body would lead, and the music would follow. But I didn't know the lyrics, or maybe I didn't recognize them. I want to know what it all means, but I don't know where to begin. Yermaya and Anakaona appear, majestic. Yermaya wears a crown of cowrie shells. Anakaona wears a tra traditional Arwak dress and face paint. Yermaya sings, and Anakaona responds with a cacophony of drums. Soila moves to the rhythm as her hips swing, and she arches and releases her back syncopated to the music. Yo soy un baleño y vengo de los olivos a darle la mano al enfermo y levanta a los caeros. Yo soy un baleño y vengo de los olivos a darle la mano al enfermo y levanta a los caeros. Ay, yo soy un baleño. Yermaya and Anakaona disappear. Soela keeps dancing, entranced by the sound. She pays no mind to the beats of sweat that run down her back. She only pays mind to the drums that carry her feet. Soela slows her dance to a complete stop as Soela! Soela! Mama Colon enters. 
Soyla! Ay, pero niña, don't you hear me calling you? Soyla isn't fully out of her trance. Soyla, ¿qué te pasó? Uh-huh. I've been calling you for the past 10 minutes. I was worried sick. Did you fall asleep uh, here again? Uh, yeah, sorry. You're all sweaty. Come inside. Let, let's get you cleaned up. I need help with some things. It happened again. The dream? Yes. Was it a dream or a nightmare this time? I don't know. I, I don't think I was scared, just confused. The song was the same, but I still can't remember the lyrics. What does it mean? Well, sometimes we have dreams to work something out that's bothering us, and sometimes we have dreams to teach us something. Who's trying to teach me what? I don't know, mi amor, but the divine is trying to tell you something. Unless it's something worrying you? No. Well, then, mi pedacito de cielo, I guess God is trying to speak to you. Well, why can't he just come down here and tell me what he wants me to know? Because the world... <laughs> Because the world would be crazy, and it would call us crazy. Dreams are saner. We all have them. Now, soñadora, let's go inside. Scene three. Mama Colon and Soyla enter the kitchen. Tia is at the table cleaning the rice. Where was she hiding? She wasn't hiding. She was sleeping. In that hot sun? Muchacha. Now go wash up and come back to help us with the rice and beans. So much fun. Uh, you're not too old for my chancleta. <laughs> Keep the sass to a minimum. See, mommy. Do you remember when I was little and I would help you get the bugs out of the rice and I said I want to marry a gorgojo when I grew up? <laughs> yes, you were an odd child. Why did you want to marry a weevil? I don't know. I, I just remember picturing myself in a wedding dress and the gorgojo in a tux. Maybe because it seemed harmless. Soila, please go get cleaned up. Yes, ma'am. Suela leaves to freshen up. Mama Colon gets the beans and begins to make sure that they're free, gorgoyo free. So, you expect her to learn all these recipes in one night? Of course not, but I also don't have much time. You have to tell her. What are you waiting for? A miracle? Manita! I know. I just, I don't... I want to teach her this and, and one other recipe before I, I tell her. I don't want her to be emotional while she's learning them. Hmm. Do you remember when Abuela taught us? Claro. <laughs> <laughs> she said, your mother's gone and I will, I will be too someday. You have to learn these recipes. Our family can't forget them. Ginger tea took me forever to get right. And I don't even bother with oregano tea anymore. I let you have that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she had another dream. That's why she was sleeping in that hot sun. Mama nods. She's got Abuela's gift. She has to know what to do with it. You and I both wasted our gifts. I got married. That's what happened. You, well, you got skeptical. What do you expect? <laughs> when everyone is telling you that you won't amount to much... You believe it. But Suela, she has to carry them on. Papa Colon walks in. The air in the room grows thick and heavy. Dad, why haven't you called Fra Father Francisco yet? They need you. Uh, I, I don't know if, if I'm up for cooking in such a big order. I told them you would do anything for the church. Don't make me look bad. Besides, 
Your sister can help. Oh, see, si, because I have nothing else to do. Their trip is next week, so you don't have much time to plan. All this hoopla to go feed and preach to Haitians? Their government needs a good kick in the butt for starving their people. Uh, yeah, because our government is doing such a great job on this side of the island. What do you two know about running a government? <sighs> Enough, bochinche, and start cooking. The church awaits. Why, why are you making habichuela con dulce? I'm going to teach Suela to make it. Lent is over. You should have taught her to do it then. The church needs you now. Papa Colon leaves in a huff. The church needs you now. All he does is eat, sleep, and fart church. But he doesn't follow any of the parables. He's so stingy. And Hermana, he let you live here, no? Isn't this your home, too? You weren't going to let me be a poor spinster on the streets. I have less to say in this house than you do. You say whatever you want. I don't know why you stay with him. Nothing but Elenini with that one. What choice do I have? Being single is a sin. And, and so being a single mother. Since when do we have a choice? Oh, I know. Trust me. I see how people look at me. Dia looks at her sister. I, I didn't mean to upset you. I just hate seeing him telling you what to do all the time. He doesn't have it easy either. Por favor. He... He has to constantly live up for other people's expectations. I'm not the one he wanted to marry. We're not going to talk about that right now. Scene four. Soyla enters, dragging her feet. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, and you smell better than a bed of roses. Look at you, negra bella. I'm not black, Thea. Okay, you keep telling yourself that. <laughs> Soyla... Then I separated and boiled the beans. You know how to find it. Uh, you know how to do this, see? Uh, boiling beans? Yeah, I think I got that. Soyla, please, the sauce. Sorry, mommy. Okay. <laughs> I, now, I know you'd rather be with your friends, but I want to make sure you know how to do this. Wasn't Lent like two months ago? Hey, sweet beans are delicious all year round. Now, you take some of the water and all the beans and blend it until it's creamy and liquid. She nudges Thea. Do you remember how Abuela used to mash it? Mash and stir, mash and stir. <laughs> and she would play the music loud to make rhythm out of it. Yeah. She had very strong arms. Ooh, speaking of arms, uh, let's get to work. It's Soyla, hand me the colador. Run the liquid through it and into the pot slowly. Eh? Make sure you get all the solid particles out. Squish it through. You don't, you don't want to lose any flavor. And it's got to be smooth. Are you paying attention? See, si, mommy. Soyla okay. watches the creamy liquid run through. She's almost tranced by this action. Turn on the stove to a low heat. Add some coconut milk. Always use pure coconut. Mm -hmm. Not the store-bought stuff. I, I, I'll teach you how to make it later. Then a bit more evaporated milk. Then what you, yes, more than what you added for a coconut milk. Uh-huh. And then... How much? I, are you watching? Uh, yeah, but like measurements.
attention to how much I'm adding. Uh, those, those are your measurements, okay? Uh, our food isn't measured. It's felt and tasted. It's inside of you. You, all, you already know the measurements. You, you just have to practice making it. Okay, I get it. Now add two sticks of cinnamon, one and two, and, t and ten cloves. Mira pa ya. You, 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 you do get the measurements. Yeah. And then you wonder where I get my sass from. Mama Colon gives her a, don't give me that. I'm your mother, so do as I say, not as I do. Look. Add some salt. Salt? Mommy, isn't this sweet? You add the salt to remind you of what sweet tastes like. Dia and Mama Colon exchange looks. Don't add too much salt, or you'll ruin it. Now add some sugar, let it simmer a bit. It stir, stirring from time to time. Let it sit on medium-low heat for 10 minutes. But keep stirring. You don't want anything to burn or, or stick. The smell of sweet beans begin to fill the air. All three women take in the scent, and each gets lost in the memory that it conjures. Ay, mierda! What? I forgot to get the galletitas. <laughs> this, this isn't the same without the milk cookies. Soyla, go to the store and, and get a box of them. Soyla doesn't really want to go anywhere, but before she can curl up her lip into a teenage protest. Yes, go. Oh, oh this, this will be cooled off a bit when you get back, so it'll be perfect. But hurry. Soyla leaves begrudgingly. You don't have a lot of time to tell her. Are you done with that rice? Light shift. Scene five. Suela walks back home with a small package of galleticas. She walks the dirt road, taking a shortcut home. She's lost in thought. Amor sits on a bench and admires her as she walks by. And then the son decided to come out and play. Excuse me? <laughs> Nothing, I just... So what's in the bag? Do I know you? <laughs> it's me, Amor, from down the street. We used to play stickball together. Oh, yeah. I thought you moved to the city. I did, but my mom got sick, so here I am. That's right. I'm, I'm so sorry about your mom. Thanks. She's handling it well, better than the rest of us. You look like you're handling it well, too. I'd lose my mind if it was my mom. And I especially wouldn't be flirting, but that's just me. <laughs> Flirting? Well, aren't you a little vain? Wait, so I'm not the son you were just talking about? It's a hot day. I'm, I was talking about how hot it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good to see you, amor. I'll keep your mother in my prayers. Soyla continues to walk. What about me? You're going to keep me in your prayers? Una oración de ti, mi alma lista. Wait, so am I being vain or are you flirting? A little bit of both. With a sway of her hip and a small curl of a smile. Goodbye, amor. Oje, where are you going so fast? I have to get back home. I'm on errand duty. You can take five minutes to talk to me. I haven't seen you in almost eight years. Eight years? Feels like forever ago. What's it like living in the city? Is there really gold on the streets? Does everyone wear designer clothes? Who have you been talking to? <laughs> Chacha, the city's rough. It's a dog-eat-dog. -dog. Everyone is pushing around to get their next hustle. That sounds awful. I love it, though. 
You never know what might happen. Keeps me on my toes. I see. It was hard finding this job at first, but some compilers helped me out, and they found me a good spot. Amor puffs out his chest, like real proud and shit. I'm training to be a manager of a restaurant. I want to save as much as I can so I can buy a house and have a family someday. Zoila rolls her eyes. Be still my heart. <laughs> they share a moment. So are you happy you left? Yes and no. I miss my family. Sometimes I miss the quiet. It's always loud in the city. It never shuts off. But there's more money and possibilities for having your own business. Is that what you want? Your own business? Yeah. I'm not sure what, what kind, but I want to be my own boss. I'm learning a lot at the restaurant. I was going to start school and get a business degree, but mommy got sick and ya tu sabe. Is she going to be okay? I don't know. The doctors recommend everything and nothing works. Her body's not responding to anything. I hear a lot of people are getting sick. It's like a plague or something. Oh, she's a strong woman. She'll make it through. Yeah, I'm sure having you here has made her even stronger. Yeah, I am. I'm sure you're right. So, what you been up to? <laughs> Daddy married you off yet? Yep. Wait, in serio? No. <laughs> I mean, there's someone he keeps pushing on me, but honestly, I'm not interested. He's got three heads and one eye, huh? <laughs> no, he's got green eyes and light hair and goes to church. My father describes him as perfect. Ah, so he's blanquito. Yeah, he's on the lighter side. I see. <laughs> I see, so he's perfect for you. Nope. He's boring, no sense of humor, dry like a chalk. Ah, that's a good tipo. So you want a clown. <laughs> I want someone I can laugh with and will make me smile when I'm not having a good day. Good humor. <clears throat> Check. Okay, what, what else? <laughs> Check. You wish. Zoila starts to walk away. Don't go. What else is on your list? The sun will come out tomorrow. Coño. <laughs> Zoila gives him a flirty smile and walks away. Scene six. Zoila continues on her walk home. She smiles to herself, not noticing the nightfall. She sings a song in her head and doesn't see. Oye, negra bella. Hey, mommy, come and talk to me for a bit. Wise guy licks his lips and stares at Soyla from head to toe. I gotta get home. Just for a minute. Ben culona. Damn, that ass is fine. How much you pay for that? Excuse me? I'm just messing with your fine ass. Come here, baby. I won't bite unless you beg me to. Wise guy blocks Soyla's path. Look, I, I really have to get home. Why are you in such a rush? I'm a nice guy, I promise. Soyla, full of fear and knowing that she has no power in this moment. Okay. What's your name? Maria. Maria, Maria. <laughs> Don't know that one. <laughs> so I have an idea. How about you and me head back to my place and chill? 
Um, that sounds interesting, but I have to go. You're gonna turn me down, huh? Girls like you is always ready to go. Girls like me? Yeah, morenas. Always down to fuck. I could fuck you real good, too. I got a big cock, so I know your big pussy could take it. I'm gonna go now. My, uh, my boyfriend's waiting for me. That's cool. You can probably take both of us in. Come on, mamacita. Hey, I'm not nice when I have to beg. Wise guy pulls Soyla towards him. His breath reeks of days old meat. Soyla stiffens. He pulls her closer more violently. You know you fucking want it. All you black bitches do. Them pretty big lips, that fat ass. You look like you'd be a good fuck too. Let go, you're hurting me. Soyla tries to fight him off, but he overpowers her. Soyla, where are you? Wise guy is distracted by the sound of Mama Colon's voice. Soyla kicks him in the groin, causing him to kneel over in pain. <clears throat> she runs home. You fucking bitch! Nobody wants your ugly black ass anyway! Fate to black. Scene seven. Dia and Mama Colon are in the kitchen cooking a pot of rice for the church. How many people is this for? Thirty, I think. And out of all the people at the church, you were the only one that was appropriate for the job. What? You don't like my rice? Your rice is the most delicious thing on this entire planet. But you're also sick. You should just tell them. I'm not going to use my condition to get out of a church thing. You're handling this very well. I'm losing my best friend and sister. No, I'm not handling this well, but crying in front of you won't help anyone. I know this is a heavy burden. Don't worry about me. Telling people would make it less of a burden for you. I don't want the pitying looks. Th those nosy neighbors coming around pretending they're checking up on me. Just waiting to add my death on the death on the day's gossip. I don't want this long, drawn out, looming thing all over our heads. Especially not for Soila. And your husband? Is that why you haven't told him? Papa Colon enters. Tell me what? That, that, that the rice is almost done. Good. Where's Soyla? I want her to come to church with me. She went to pick up some galletitas for the sweet beans. Why don't you pack some of that and I'll take it to Father Francisco and some of the organizers. Uh, since this was Soyla's first try, it may not be as good as it could be. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you want her to at church? Is there mass after the meeting? No, I just want her to get better acquainted with Esteban. Oh, Lord. You should probably keep your expressions to yourself. What? Now I can't express? I, I, wanted, I wanted to teach her some other recipes. Well, you can do that some other day. Mama Colon doubles over in pain. Oh, what's wrong? Dia jumps to her sister's side. Breathe. Just breathe. Is this a woman thing? Yes, this is a woman thing. Soyla enters, frazzled. Good, you're back. Let's go to church. But mommy's teaching me. Are you okay? See mi pedacito de cielo. You have a lifetime to learn your mother's recipes. Get ready. Esteban will be there. Tomorrow, we'll see about taming that hair. You look like a loca with that hair so wild like that. Put it up in the meantime. I don't know where you get that hair from. Definitely not my side of the family. Soyla drags her heavy feet to go get ready. Does this Esteban kid even like her? She comes from a good family, and she's beautiful when she fixes herself up. Why wouldn't he like her? Besides, they have no choice at this point. His dad and I already spoke. I'm going to keep my expressions to myself. 
Scene eight. Amor and Soila are sitting under the shade of a tree, silently resting on each other. The sun is setting around them. Amor wakes up from a deep sleep. He looks at Soila. He hums her awake. Soila smiles as she wakes up. Amor tickles Soila. <laughs> I am Amor, you're silly. <laughs> you make me feel weightless, like I'm floating. You take my breath with you when, you're, when you leave, and I'm gasping for you when you're gone. You're in my thoughts like the air in my lungs. Damn, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we should enter a couple slam poetry contest if they got them. <laughs> no one wants to hear our corny lines. I bet a lot of people would. No, they wouldn't. Especially not my father. He wants you to do better? He says he only wants what's right for me. He only wants what's white for you. <laughs> Is that what you want? He wants me to be big things. I just, I just want him to be happy. What do you want? I want to fill the world with our babies. That sounds tiring. <laughs> Damas y caballeros, we have a comedian. <laughs> When you laugh, I feel like I won the lotto. You're so corny. <laughs> they take each other in. We Soyla. are so corny. Soyla <laughs> uh, looks at her hands, claps together. Can you imagine what our babies would look like? They'll have your hair, your skin, your nose. <laughs> well, they can't only look like me. I hope they do. <laughs> My turn. They'll have your nose, your smile, your heart. But they have to have your eyes. There's no budging there. Can you imagine it? I want them to have your skin. What? Why do you look at me like that? My skin? Yes. It's perfect. The sun was happy the day you were born. It beamed with joy. And this is proof. I want my babies to have the sun's joy. Now who's being corny? <laughs> she looks deep into his eyes and sees herself, seeing how he sees her, and it's beautiful. You're contagious. As if they couldn't possibly fall any deeper. Okay, then they'll have my skin. <laughs> we have to focus very hard to make them just right. Amor hesitates for a moment. Wait, you, you wanna, do you mean you wanna start now? No, not now, silly, when it's time. Oh. Is that okay, to wait a little? Yes, as long as I can hold you like this, I don't mind. And if my dad tries to separate us? I won't let him. But if he does? I'll take you to a deserted island and fill you with our babies. No one will hurt them, and no one will separate us. You promise? My breath is yours. If I don't find you, let me turn blue and die. You're so extra. <laughs> You're so beautiful, mi soila, mi corazón. My love, my amor. Soila kisses him. They're tender with each other. Soila! Where are you, Soila? Shit, my father, go. We're not hiding. 
No, amor, please. It's it's better if you go, please, for me. Amor sees the fear in her eyes. Does he hurt you? Soila! Go. They kiss. Amor rushes off. Papa Colon enters. There you are. ¿Qué hacías? Didn't you hear me calling you? I'm sorry, papi. I didn't hear you. I was lost in my thoughts. Lost in your thoughts? Yeah, I was just thinking. Thinking? What were you thinking about? Just thinking. Esteban, the Chavez boy. What? You were thinking about Esteban. No. <laughs> he came by looking for you earlier. Hi, papi. Soyla, we have plans. You'll marry Esteban, and you'll never have to worry about needing anything. And if I don't want those plans? I know what's best for you. Yes, papi, of course. I don't want another word of this, understand? Si, senor. Good. It's getting late. Soyla starts to walk towards home. Who was here with you? What? You heard me. Don't make me repeat myself. Nobody. Soyla, you know what happens when you lie to me. Who was here with you? Amor. Amor? You mean amor? Is that a, is that a person? He's, um, he's a friend. I don't want to hear about you running around with some boy. Rumors move quicker than the winds. We weren't doing anything bad. <laughs> That's the last time you see this friend. Papa Colon turns to walk away. Pero papi... Do I have to repeat myself? Suela no. wants to be brave, but... No, no, señor. A la casa. Suela walks towards home with her head hung low. Papa Colon follows closely behind. Scene nine. Papa Colon sits at the table reading a book. Mama Colon enters with Thea. It's so beautiful outside. You should be taken in the sun. Papa Colon puts the book down and watches as his wife and sister-in-law enter the room. Both women can feel daggers shooting from his eyes. Déjalo. He likes to be indoors away from the sun and no oxygen to the brain. <laughs> Don't start. It's too early for that. Ignoring Dia. I see you bought more than necessary. I want to make sure Soyla has everything she needs. Why is she going to the city for a full month? By herself? She won't be alone. She'll be with my brother and his wife. All they do is work and go to church. Mm, sounds like the perfect vacation. <laughs> Your daughter has been seeing some amor. Is that what you're reading? Don't patronize me, woman. Uh, I, I, I don't know any amor, but it, it couldn't hurt to get to know who this amor is, since Zoila is interested in him. What good would that do? We already have a suitor for her. Do you want people talking about her? Of course not. His poor mother. Cancer has taken over her entire body. She stopped working. I had to find another laundry woman. You know this amor? I do. He's a good kid, hard worker. He came back into town to take care of his mother. They're not rich, but they are humble, hard-working people. His mother being sick shouldn't make Soyla feel compelled to spend so much time with them. Uh, she'll grow out of it. What does he look like? He looks like me, but with short hair. <laughs> Your daughter. Your daughter. My niece. This trip will do her good. She'll be gone long enough to forget about that amor boy, but short enough to not get influenced by the Americans. Shipping her off like she's an object you need to hide. She'll understand one day. We weren't allowed the luxuries of choice. Do you remember, sister? Why do you look at me like that? You know exactly why. Lighter to go higher, right, cuñado? 
I didn't make the world. No, but you sure seem to like it as it is. Dia gets up and leaves without looking at either one. Maybe she should go back to the countryside. For what? To die alone and bitter? Should she die with family and bitter? She's my sister. You choosing her over me doesn't change anything. I didn't have a choice. I remember when you would tell me you were obsessed with how I smelled and how I, I walked. I don't see why you need constant reassurance. How I feel hasn't changed. You're obsessed with her. With who? With Zoila and who she married. I'm her father. I have to make sure she makes the right choices. I'm her mother. Don't you think I know what's best for her too? You're too emotional. Too emotional and lenient. That's probably why she's interested in that kid. Is that what you want? You want her to marry some poor fool that has no way of getting ahead in life? I want her to marry someone who will love her. Love every part of her whose, whose family will welcome her. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Your mother sighed in loud disappointment when she met me. I can only imagine her reaction had you chosen to marry my sister. Papa Colon approaches Mama Colon menacingly and squeezes her wrist. I know what's best for my daughter. There will be no black grandchildren in this house. Do you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Papa Colon leaves. After a few moments, Dia enters. I forgot my... Are you all right? Yes, I'm fine. We can't keep living like this. He's a monster, and you need... How, how do you know, Amor? Don't change the subject. Your wrist is red. Dia goes and gets some ice from the fridge and gently puts it on her wrist. You can't keep living like this. None of us can. It's, it's just... I don't think I can stay here much longer enduring this. Mama Colon stares at Dia. Sister of mine. How do you know Amor? I don't. You don't? I've never heard of Amor before. <laughs> <laughs> then why would you say all that? I don't want him coming down on Soila for running around with some stranger, which I don't think she is. Well, that was quite a story. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I got that from. Oh, I, are you sure you didn't get Abuela's other abilities? Are you calling me a bruja? We don't use that word, but a recipe calls for a chicken's foot. <laughs> I wish I could conjure up a spell to get us all out of here. Ah, me too, hermana. Lights fade. Scene 10. Mama Colon calls for Soila. She has a pot of boiling water. Soila! Soila, ven! Soila! Soila approaches. Yes? Siéntate. Mommy, another lesson. Can we just... Sit. Soila begrudgingly sits. <sighs> Take that ginger, break it apart, the heads into smaller portions, and then open them up a bit. Soila does as she's told. Now throw the pieces into the boiling water. Soila obeys. Break the cinnamon sticks into halves and throw them into the pot. Soila breaks the sticks and throws them into the water. Grab half a handful of malagueta and sieve them through your fist into the boiling water. Why didn't you just have me bring everything at once instead of getting up and down? Because you don't learn from listening. You learn from doing. Uh, okay. 
add a little bit of sugar and less than a pinch of salt. Salt. <laughs> yes, very good. Mama Colon stirs the water for a bit, stares into the water. It's oddly soothing to watch it swirl clockwise. As she, stirs, as she stares at it, almost wishing it went counterclockwise. Mommy, this amor guy, you like him? Um, yeah, I do. I, I don't know. I do, yes. I, I just wish Bobby liked him. That would make things easier, yes. But nothing worth fighting for, it's ever easy. Like you. What do you mean? When I was pregnant with you, I almost lost you. The day, that day, still gives me chills. I was six months pregnant with you and I started bleeding. I was so scared. I kept bleeding and bleeding and I was blacking out. But your great-grandmother knew exactly what to do. She laid me down, got some warm water, gave me some special tea that put me right to sleep. When I woke up, we were in the hospital. You were in an incubator for two weeks. The doctors were surprised you survived. You had the umbilical cord wrapped around your neck. They said your great-grandmother held you and brought you to the hospital, and your father carried me in. What did she do? I still don't know. She got very sick in the weeks you were in the hospital. She passed away when we brought you home. Almost as if she stayed alive long enough to make sure you made it. I never knew that. You're a lot like her, you know. She was always very special. She stops herself. She looks at Soyla, almost as if trying to freeze time. Soyla, siéntate. Why do you say it like that? I have something really important to tell you. Please sit down. Suela sits, scared by the heaviness of her mother's voice. Suela, un pedacito de cielo. Do you know why I always call you that? Because it sounds cute? <laughs> no. Because the sky is so big, so immense. So grand that to have just a small piece of it in my hands fills me with awe. There's so much I want to teach you and yourself, about yourself, about the world around you, about me. I have a mente full of recipes. <laughs> okay, but I can learn all, I can't learn all that in one night, mommy, so let's space it out, yeah? Mama Colon looks at her. She holds back tears, and as gentle as she can bear. I'm dying, Soigla. I have... As Mama Colon speaks, a loud, high-pitched frequency drowns out her voice. Soigla sits in shock as her mother mouths her condition. The sound persists. Although Soigla sits frozen, she tears up. Scene 11. Papa Colon paces. He is furious. Mujer, mujer! What is it? She's ruining her reputation. What are you talking about? Don't act like you don't know. I don't, I don't know what. They're calling her loose. Etabal will have nothing to do with her now. 
I don't think Esteban was the one for her. That is not the point. The entire town is saying she sleeps around. Who is going to want to marry her now? What respectable man will want her? Papa Colon gets even more upset and slaps her. This is all your fault. And now I look like a fool. People at church are calling her a whore. I'm the father of a whore. Please, you don't know what you're doing. I have done everything for this family. The rules I set forth are the best, are for the best interest of the family. And you, you undermine me. Soila has soiled her name and disgraced us. Uh, today, I overheard some of the women at church talking. Puta. That's what they called her. Puta. <laughs> they don't know what they're saying. Those bochincheras gossip without reason. They don't gossip without being given fuel. Someone saw Soila sneaking around with some guy, and that guy was bragging to his friends about her. Papa Colon begins to remove his belt. What are you doing? There's punishment when there's disobedience. I'll take care of Soila later, but for now, go spread some rice on the floor and kneel on it. Please don't. Don't do this. You don't know what you're doing. I said kneel. Mama Colon walks off. I'm the man of this house, and I won't be questioned or disobeyed, and I sure as hell won't be embarrassed. He walks in Mama Colon's direction. There is a disturbing silence. It's interrupted by the sound of leather hitting flesh. Blackout. Scene 12. Dia Soila and Mama Colon enter. Tia sings a deep spiritual melody to the drums as she and Soila prepare Mama Colon, who is dressed in white. Tia places a necklace of dried guava berry on Mama Colon. Soila's movements are heavy as she puts a crown of small golden flowers on her mother's deceased head. Tia and Mama Colon leave as Soila stands watching. Lights fade. Scene 13. Soila finds Papa Colon sitting in the sun. He's been drinking and is now sulking in his chair. The scent of alcohol and sweat invades Suela's nose. What do you want? I put the laundry away and I'll start supper. Do you want me to make anything special? I can make you some oxtails, just how mommy used to make them. Papa Colon pours a little alcohol on the ground, chuckles to himself. Soila is scared, but she doesn't move. Make something special. Oyela. Now you want to be uh, a good woman? I don't know what you mean. He glares at her. Soila feels the weight of his past on her shoulders. I had a perfect husband for you. Good family, good build, someone that will move our family line forward. I don't want to marry someone I don't love. We can't all get what we want in life. You know, I'll tell you a secret. Your mom, she's not who I wanted to marry, but I didn't have much of a choice. Her family owned this land. My family wanted more land. That was a transaction. All marriages are transactions. Nobody marries for love. It'll be much easier on you in the long run if you learn that now. Soila doesn't know how to respond. Papa Colon takes another swig. Liquid drips down his neck. He doesn't even bother to wipe it off. 
Do you, do you think I like being the father of the town whore? Why would you call me that? That's what they all call you. I, I don't know why anyone would say that. Oh, no. Wait, wait, what, do you, what do you think you would be called when you're running around raising your skirt to any motherfucker that whistles your way? I haven't done anything wrong, Bobby. Zola tries to hold back her tears, her face hot with hurt, but mostly fear. You think an entire town will tarnish a young lady's reputation just because? Yo te agarro y te parto la cara, coño! I don't know why they would say those things. You lying whore. You will not make a fool out of me. Go inside and get my belt. I'm going to teach you the biggest lesson of your life. Bobby, please, you have to believe me. I haven't done anything. All you women are the same. Liars! Get my fucking belt before I beat you with my bare hands. Soyla looks at her father in disbelief. She runs inside. Papa Colon takes another swig and falls back on his chair. Don't take your sweet time, neither. A neighbor walks by, staring at the man that used to have the perfect life. Kimira, huh? Nosy ass fucking neighbor. Has even, hasn't even asked how we've been doing. Nobody around here gives a shit. Another swig. Who cares what I want? No one ever cared. Yo, un carajito. ¿Quién me hacía caso? He stands, the semblance of a man he used to be lurks in the shadows. Nobody cared, and now I gotta go do the dance? I gotta do the dance. Ay, pendejo, don't forget to smile, stand up, be like a man, do the dance, do the dance. Baila, pendejo, baila. No, 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 ese baile, no. Este, este baile, tonto. Another swig. Maldita sea, Soyla! Get over here now! Muchacha del demonio, coño! You are garbage. Can't keep your shit together. Can't keep anything together. Not your home, not your wife. He trips on air and stumbles. Coño, Soyla! She doesn't answer. He plops back on the chair. Now I, I gotta go do the dance. I gotta go do that dance. He whispers a whimper, half wishing someone could hear him half hoping he'd disappear. Lights fade. Scene 14. Soyla and Amor speed walk holding hands. They reach a far enough point where they feel safer. They're surrounded by thick green leaves and grass. They both have backpacks. Are you sure you want to do this? If he won't let us be together at home, then we'll find a new home together. I'm not letting him ship me off to the city. I'm going back to the city. Oh yeah? When? Amor doesn't have a real answer. See? We'll never see each other again. What about your aunt and school? Do you want me to change my mind? I just want you to be sure. Suela looks in Amor's eyes. I'm sure. A moment as they take each other in, no longer clouded by the threat of being discovered. Where should we go? The world is ours. I don't know. I thought you had this planned out. My plan went as far as getting you out of the door. Well, we can't just be wandering around. We need a plan. Sola, this wasn't my plan. My plan was to ask for your father's permission to date you and then ask for your hand in marriage. Oh, God, what did I do? What? He just... He gets angry sometimes, and sometimes he takes it out on me, and sometimes on my mother. 
That's why she didn't tell him she was dying. Maybe I should have just let him send me away. He's gotten worse. I don't want him to take it out on Thea. Those bruises weren't you being clumsy, were they? No. Why didn't you just tell me the truth? Soyla doesn't know what to say. She shrugs into tears. Amor holds her in his arms. Hey, no one is ever going to hurt you again, I promise. He rocks her. He look, she looks at him deep, almost searching for herself. Amor caresses her face. They kiss tenderly. They touch each other, hungry and timid all at once. Are you sure? Yes. Suela deeply kisses Amor. Their clothes melt off. Their bodies syncopated to the rhythm only they can hear as moonlight shines on them. They sleep. After a few moments, Amor shivers. He wakes up. I'm going to find some firewood. Wanting to wake Suela up, he sees her sleeping peacefully. I better not. Amor gets up and gets the lantern from his bag. He goes and looks for firewood. Amor disappears. There's shuffling and the night grows quiet. His lantern rolls towards Soyla. She shivers as she sleeps. After a few moments, two silhouettes approach her and cover her with a blue fabric. Soyla stops shivering. They recline next to her. Lights out. And the journey begins. crazy like you do. I never thought I'd meet a girl who jump crazy like you do. And every time my day goes by, I just want to be with you. And every time my day goes by, I just want to be with you. Pero no puedo porque tienes a otro. Pero no puedo porque tienes a otro. Someone who won't treat you right, trust me, I know you. Someone who won't treat you right, trust me, I know you. Ayer me llamaste and you told me you hate him. Ayer me llamaste and you told me you hate him. The thoughts of not having me are driving you crazy. The thoughts of not having me are driving you crazy. 
porque tienes a otro. Pero no puedo porque tienes a otro. Someone who won't treat you right, trust me, I know you. Someone who won't treat you right, trust me, I know you. for listening to part one of the Parsnip Ship Presents, A Shiro's Journey or What Ana Kaona and Yamaya Taught Me by Guadalice del Carmen, directed by Celestine Ray with musical guest Afro-Dominicana. To hear part two of this play and other episodes, subscribe to the Parsnip Ship on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Hey, it's Leslie Udom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.